Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And we got a good spooktacular special today. <laughs> yes, because you're so scary. I mean, sometimes, Manny. You don't know. <laughs> okay. But this is our Halloween episode, so we decided to kind of do little, little things just, just to kind of celebrate, right? Yeah. But uh, before we get into that, Manny, how are you doing today? Really exhausted, actually. It was windy as hell, right? Uh, these past two days have been extremely windy. My sinuses are up all over the place. And dirt lodged in my eyes. Nose bleeds from so much dust. Not yeah. because I was horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you guys get ash from the fire? No. No? No. Uh, Wind was blowing a completely different direction. Okay. That's good. Because mm-hmm. that thing was traveling pretty pretty freaking fast yeah sad to say we have another fire in california i mean did we ever not have fires i mean it's 2020 honestly so it's not really not really what's the word i'm looking for it's not realistic (laughs) well it is realistic now it's 2020 well i mean it's not realistic to not have any yeah see yeah so i started working back at the office As you can plainly tell, there's no giant monitors in your way anymore. Pretty much. There's so much room for activities. Just get a bunk bed, or we can make our own bunk bed. I'm going to get a drum set just to put my nuts on. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, so I went back to work, back to the office. I'm always at work. You live there, Manny, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I commute to work. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) But yeah, so kind of bittersweet, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss uh, working working from home, immediately getting off of work, and then, you know, playing with the dog or working on a project. But, oh, and the gas money. <laughs> I'm definitely going to miss the gas money. I'm going to miss hearing our friends on Discord say that they overhear you saying stuff to your dogs on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's with me all day. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Bite it, you fucking dick. <laughs> it's like, what? It's a little bit of tough love. Right? <laughs> but it's also back to... It's kind of nice to be, you know, a little bit back to normal. Mm-hmm. Even though this kind of happened when everything's ramping up again. Yeah. Ironically, they erected a bunch of pexiglass between all of our office space yeah it's kind of dumb (laughs) i got 10 acres so social distancing each acre well we got to wear our masks social distance i don't have to wear it at my seat at least Hmm. i guess that's why they kind of put up the barriers so we don't have to sit there with our mask all day but it was kind of nice to see my coworkers and boss after seven months is it, has it really been that long? Yeah, man. It was seven months I was working at home. Damn. Doesn't even feel that long, actually. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't think so either until I actually did the math, and I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, it's been seven months. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Everybody came in with COVID haircuts, shaved heads. One of them looked like Big Perm or Big Worm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you really look like fucking from Friday, dude. It was funny. <laughs> That's funny. 
Another one, uh, he looked the same, and I made the joke that I wasn't going to recognize him, but mm-hmm. he showed me a picture that, you know, he had a full-length ponytail and a Duck Dynasty beard. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. But it was interesting, but it's good to see everybody again. Some, Like I said, some normalcy, I guess. Nice, nice. But, uh, yeah, with that, let's, uh, let's hit our first headline, Manny. What do we got? Yeah, so... Since this is our Halloween special episode, or is this really a special episode? It's a spooktacular, Manny. I said it in the beginning. You need to pay attention. You really think I'm going to pay attention? I really think you're going to remember spooktacular. Okay, yeah. So this is our (laughs) Halloween special episode. (laughs) And so we decided to come up with like some anime recommendations for anybody or listeners that are interested since it's like Halloween and everything. Uh, my recommendation for people that are interested is Welcome to Demon School Irumukan. Uh It follows, well, just a synopsis, a demon that adopts a, a child to be his grandchild in the underworld and stuff. So he lives and goes to school as a high school student, but in the de- in the underworld with demons and everything. Okay, cool. So really good comedy and everything. Just slated for a second season announced <coughs> for next year, supposedly. So I thought it was a really good anime and... Should be good, honestly. Good comedy, good story, everything. And so I'm excited for it. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen this one, or maybe you, knowing you, you'd probably remember the Japanese title <laughs> <laughs> called uh, When They Cry. No. No? You haven't seen it? No. Okay. So that's going to be my recommendation. I apologize. I do not remember the Japanese title for it. Even though you said you probably, I'd probably remember it. If you've seen it, you probably would have remembered it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look it up now that you're talking about it. Okay, do some producing. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yes, this is a, uh, it's an anime following like some kids in a small town. And it does get very graphic as far as violence and gore. And oh. it has, uh, you see it? You've seen it, huh? I've not seen it, but... I've seen the scenes. Yeah, some of the scenes are pretty pretty wild. Did they bring it back? So I'm going to get to that. So it does follow them, and it has like these multiple endings and multiple stories, you know? So is it like a... What's the term? Like a visual novel? Yeah, I, I don't know if there was an actual adaptation of a visual novel for it or not. No, no, but like a visual novel is like... Yeah, a, you can choose an ending depending yeah. on what route... Yes and no. So it's not so much that it's the same exact story, just you know, different variations of decisions serve the consequence. Mm-hmm. It's more that it's the same group of characters, but I think there's like four individual story paths, completely different and separate from each other. Because on one of them, one might be a killer, and the other one, some other one might be a killer or something, you know? It reminds me of Doki Doki Literature Club. I was going to say that one after this. Thanks, Manny. Hey. <laughs> But yes, there is some kind of uh in during the summer, I guess we must have missed it. They did some kind of like remaster or new version of it. And I'm going to go watch it for sure. This is going to be my Halloween plan. I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably watch it honestly. So that is my recommendation. It's really good. It's and you know, for me like I love gory, bloody anime. Mm-hmm. So this one satisfied it for me. I was like, okay. I can dig it. Not so bad, if they're going to redo it, I'm going to watch it for sure. Another anime I can recommend, and this is a really old one for a lot of people. 
Uh, good, great storyline, everything. If you can filter out the gore and the nudity that shows up in the anime, you can see how sad it is and everything. Uh, but it would have to be Elfin Light. You know, it's it's funny because I was kind of going through a bunch of these. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to put Elf and Lied, but I just feel it's more of a gore. Well, I guess gore is kind of a sense for horror for most people, huh? Yeah, that's why I chose it, honestly. Okay. All right. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, it, def- definitely my all-time fave anime, honestly. So I'd recommend it and everything. Just, just have an open mind on some of the gore scenes. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's not even as bad as some other other animes, but true the storyline just for the storyline itself, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's a really really solid one, definitely. So I guess if we're gonna go with some some gore a little bit and stuff, um, I guess another one for me would be uh, another. I have not seen that one. You haven't seen that one? No. It is very good. <laughs> You're gonna need to watch it. It's that's definitely another one that kind of gives you like that thriller feel, and it's a little mm-hmm. bit bloody too. Mm-hmm. Also, in my like maybe top ten. No, I don't know about that high, but top ten for sure. Okay, another one I can recommend if this is like spectacular ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing on that one actually. We'll, we'll call that an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> yes and if you guys haven't heard our review of ghost stories i don't remember what episode is in but it's on our instagram we have all of our episode posts on there and you'll see the ghost stories on there yes give it a listen and go watch it it's watch definitely it. worth it definitely just you know keep the kids away from that one. Oh yeah definitely keep the kids away from that one <laughs> all right but what's your actual one manny actual one I'm going to have to say uh, Blood Sea. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. You've seen Blood Sea? Mm-hmm. Definitely great, honestly. The movie was really good until the boss, the the big fight at the end. Uh, how it, like, continues off from where the anime left off, honestly. Yeah. But definitely, if you're really into blood and, like, a girl just in a schoolgirl outfit fighting demons and monsters because she's actually a vampire and everything <laughs> and just like giant rabbits just making a, a blender smoothie of humans and stuff you'd be interested in that one maybe all right so i have another one too i don't know if you've seen it yet uh this one's actually fairly recent within the last two years maybe mm-hmm. uh angels of death angels of death i am still in the middle of watching it Ooh, okay. And by middle, I mean like in the middle episodes. I just left off from it. Okay. So I haven't got a chance to finish it. Yeah, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. That was a really, really good one for me. Nice, nice. And definitely has a little bit of a little bit of twist to it, for sure. A little bit of suspense. Yeah, definitely. There's some twists and suspense and good story writing in there. Not bad, not bad. What else you got, Manny? Another one I could probably recommend. It's just more... I would say it's more like uh, psychological, but has that horror gore thrill. It would have to be a corpse party. Corpse party. I have not seen that one. So it involves kids at a high school. Uh, they perform a spiritual ritual that they just found on online and stuff and everything. And it actually transfers them into a completely different dimension that involves still their school, but like an older version of the school. 
just filled with uh, ghosts and people that were stuck in there. And they, the ghosts would just kill them and everything, just one by one. In multiple dimensions, but in the same location. So you'll have two characters in the same room, but they're in different dimensions, getting tortured and killed. Okay. All right, I'm down. I'll watch it. Yeah, so there's one part where like uh, the girl went off on her friend. She went running away. She went looking for her and just found her hanging in a bathroom stall. Mm, shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you might see some eyeballs on uh, some scissors and everything here and there. Some really creepy shit, but yeah. Yeah. Got to get creative with the kills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, let's say one more from me. Mm-hmm. And I guess this, again, it's really hard to define a horror horror anime for me just because <laughs> anime tends to follow the killers. <laughs> True. More than they follow the victims for traditional horror movies, you know? But I would say as far as kind of like freaky things, kind of getting into your psyche a bit, berserk Ooh, i did not think about that yeah think about that oh shit <laughs> berserk is a great one for really kind of fucking with you yes if anything i was gonna i thought you were gonna say uh future diaries yeah uh, again it's for those that's kind of like a suspense thriller you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's not much actual horror to it even though the actual concept i guess could be a horror movie you know yeah but Berserk will be one that really messes with you. That's a good Halloween one. Yes, definitely. If you get the chance, watch it. Avoid the CG, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, you still got, yeah, you got the movies and everything. And yeah, the older series. But I mean, you go you go to season one and you're gonna you're gonna have a good time. Yes. The horse scene. Oh, <laughs> don't remind me of that, please. Oh shit. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> I just had to remind me of that. You're welcome. Have nice dreams. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then uh, later on in the episode, we are going to cover Tanoshi Nights. Ah, yes. We went for their Halloween event, so we'll cover that before the episode's over. But uh, let's get let's get back to, down to business, Manny. What the hell? Business? Yes, let's get some headlines going. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, death, what? Death cab for Boomer? <laughs> Aren't I'm you get- a boomer? No, I'm not a boomer, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm getting good at writing the titles for the topics now. Okay, boomer. Whatever. <laughs> you don't know the band? No. Def Cab for Cutie? No. Oh, all right. Never mind then. <laughs> yes, so I found this article, which I found kind of funny, but uh, I guess semi-car related. I guess I can kind of weasel it in there. Weasel. Little bit, little bit. So, this story is uh, a funeral home. Right now, we have elections going on, and we want everybody to vote. Get out and vote. Exercise your right. Oh, God. Wait. Just wait. It's a good thing, even though I titled it weird. (laughs) So, a funeral home is offering rides to senior citizens to go drop off their ballots. Really? And I'm pretty sure it's a limo. Okay, I, I, but my, I'm hoping for a hearse. My idea. <laughs> God damn it! 
My idea was completely different. I thought they were just bringing dead bodies out of the funeral homes and get taken to the voting polls. Oh Jesus! That no. was that, that's what I thought. We don't need to start any more conspiracy theories. This <laughs> this has gotten out of hand this year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I thought when you started talking about voting and the funeral homes. Like, oh shit, are they bringing dead people to vote? <laughs> no, no, no. And this is in Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> So I just saw the headline and I was like, wait, 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 wait. They're they're taking them just, hey, we're going to reserve you a spot here at the funeral home or what? <laughs> but they're going to take them to the, to the polling places to drop off their ballots because there's so many that are worried about mail-in or obviously there's, um I forget the actual term for it, but there's like uh, people who used to do vote collecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Republican candidate that hired like a whole team out in Georgia. And they collected a shit ton of ballots. It was like last year, two years ago? Two years ago was the 18 election. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was collecting a ton of the ballots and throwing away like um, Democratic ones and ended up getting fucking prison time for it, you know? Oh, yeah. Obviously. So there's always the fear of that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, the post offices are overwhelmed, you know? So there's people worried about mailing it back in. And, you know, for some of the senior citizens, it's difficult for them to get out, drive themselves over to a drop-off, an official drop-off area. Because, again, there was people setting up fake drop-off boxes. Funeral homes be like, hey, while you're voting, just have a, we have a deal on for a funeral. Just remember us when it's time. <laughs> 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 or actually, you can't tell anybody, so let's they'll just put a safety pin with a note on their shirt. It'll be all right. Does the safety note have like a countdown to when they die? <laughs> no, no, it just has a business card. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so they're they're offering their services to help take them to polling places. And back to the funeral home. <laughs> it's, a one, it's a one-way trip. Right? <laughs> but I thought that was kind of a eerie and funny story for Halloween. It fit in perfectly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what's our next one? Uh, oh my god, Evie again. You're welcome. So, everybody's on the hype for the Hummer EV. Wait, they're making an EV Hummer? Yeah, you didn't hear about this one. I didn't know Hummer was still existing. I mean, it's not. <laughs> so, GM's just has had this under development for a while. And the original post, they, I guess they really didn't want to actually name it the Hummer. They didn't want to revitalize a brand, but bring a brand all together new you know what i mean but they ended up going with it regardless and there's been a lot of buzz around it because obviously it looks better than like the cyber truck oh you remember that (laughs) yeah so it looks better than that it looks more normal-ish and one of the big things that's getting thrown around and quoted is that the torque it's producing is somewhere around 11,500 pounds of torque, hmm. which is stagnant. That's that's huge, you yeah. know? That's huge. But I found an interesting article where all the pictures and videos and release that they've had for it is all computer-generated. They do not have one made. So it's CGI? Yeah. What the fuck? They don't have one working at all. <laughs> How are they going to promote something? It's theory. So just like we can theorize um, a system running, right? 
they're theorizing that the motor and battery and everything that they're producing and the gear ratios they're going to have is going to produce X amount of power. They're theorizing that the aerodynamics they put into it, the weight and power and tires under these conditions are going to produce this many miles now, people, of range. Now, people, uh, people, the people that actually saw this promotion, did they know that they were... Were they notified it was CG or they try to play it off? So this is where it kind of gets interesting. They kind of tried to play it off. Oh, wow. <laughs> but but people noticed that there was no live presentation. There was no live video of it. Mm-hmm. These were all demos and pre-recorded, pre-edited video. So they originally released an article saying that hey, this is all C- CG, because one of the reps actually said, we don't have one yet. Mm-hmm. And it kind of blew up, and, you know, people like me are laughing. <laughs> yeah. And then they, I went back to the article, actually, uh, yesterday, and saw that there was an editor's note. Really? Yes, and the editor's note on the, co- on the article was mentioning that the rep that they quoted from GM misspoke and i have that in quotations air quotations air quotations you guys can't tell because this is an audio medium but air quotations (laughs) but they're saying that he misspoke that they have a prototype but it's just not fully functional or just functional at all we don't know i mean typically for the most part prototypes aren't normally functional it's normally just a body design this is worse than and the sculpture. EV, this is worse than the EV Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Who knows? Was that was that CG too? Maybe I should have dig deep, deeper. No, but it's still shit. <laughs> but yes, they said they don't have one fully functional yet, mm-hmm. and that they were gonna provide an update very soon. And even in the editor's note that they made for the article, actually said we are still very confused on what the actual truth is regarding this. So to me, it kind of sounds like GM saw that they pouted out these amazing numbers of torque and everything. And when people said, you don't even have one built and they start doubting it, they're starting to backpedal. <laughs> so <laughs> it, to me, this looks like a scramble. Yeah. I mean, they came out really strong with advertising. They came out really strong with their numbers and their, and they're all they have a lot of CGI pictures and video. Like a lot, Manny. <laughs> you figured if they just said like we're a little bit more upfront, like this is the concept design we have, instead of like full graphic videos of it. I should say it, but full graphic videos of the computer design driving through water and trails. Oh, God. <laughs> but there's no it doesn't exist. <laughs> So it to me it looks like a lot of backpedaling. And I mean, maybe this wasn't this wouldn't be such a big deal in the past because we've always used internal combustion engines. And for the most part, we know they can build a con- internal combustion engine. So if they told you, hey, we're gonna make an eight hundred horsepower Corvette, would you doubt it? <laughs> no, right? No. We know they can make that. They've proven they've had the capability of making that. But now they're touting out 11,500 pounds of torque on an EV motor on a giant platform. What if this is actually a sales pitch to actually get the car on GTA 5? 
(laughs) (laughs) And that's why it was CG. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Maybe it is. That would be funny as hell. (laughs) And then just announced it wrong and just got a bunch of backlash from the community. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's kind of like they're touting out these numbers for EV, but who's to say they're actually capable? This is theory, right? Yeah. It's theory. They're going to... Technically, per their math and engineering, it should work. But who's to say once they assemble it and they get the first one tested, it doesn't fucking grenade itself. Mm-hmm. Fry the motor up. Fry the bearings up immediately. You know what I mean? If they don't have one functional yet. If they can't even make those numbers because some other component's fucking bad and goes kaploom. I mean, CG, you can make some pretty good explosions on CG. <laughs> hey, I mean... That's a pretty honest CG for them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so as excited as, as I have been for all these crazy EV updates that seem to be coming out every other week, you know? Yeah. I just felt like, okay, let's take a step back. Everybody's moving forward, but, you know, let's get real moves forward. Mm-hmm. We've had video games. Video games are cool. We don't need video games from GM. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, yeah, that's my uh, Hummer segment. What else we got on the board? So just a little bit update. This has actually gotten more and more interesting with uh, Karens involved. But as we've spoken in one of our past episodes, uh, there was actually a Karen in that was actually a politician in Australia who was trying to get legislation to get anime and anything related to Japanese animation uh, uh, book works, everything uh, banned from Australia just because she wasn't taking care of her child and not paying attention to uh, age ratings for material that he had. If you remember that, right, Tony? Yes, I do. And so... Karen's be mad. Now, uh, this is where it gets really interesting. Uh, so, Japanese hentai is now banned in Australia. Oh, my... It is not hentai. It is art. Okay, Stanley. <laughs> yeah, so this has become really interesting because it's what they've been trying to fight for, but like they've been trying to fight it towards like just general popular works. But now they actually went for the adult side of the anime industry. So I have a question. If hentai is illegal and banned, or I should just say banned, it's not technically illegal, right? Yes. So it's just banned from any new imports coming in correct uh yeah okay so if that's banned from imports coming in what do they do about like normal porn and stuff because that's under the same moral conundrum for them right Mm, i'm not too sure actually because the original argument was child exploitation from sort of online goblin slayer and all that stuff so I'm not really too sure how it evolved towards that point of, what, of where your question is going. Okay, yeah, because if it targeted towards that, if the hentai is obviously, it's adult marked, right? Mm-hmm. It has the ratings for the M18 plus or yes. whatever, right? With adult um, depicted characters. Yes. Why would that be a ban? And why would regular porn not be banned, right? I think it's because it's a cartoon, and cartoon and kids are drawn to children are uh, drawn towards cartoons, and let's say a parent doesn't didn't know it was actually like animated porn, 
But I'm thinking like maybe like parents might not even know what they're looking at. And a lot of parents are kind of stupid these days just buying whatever they want, whatever they can for their kids and stuff. Yeah. So maybe there's that argument like where like parents didn't pay attention. Next, you know, their kids are watching animated porn and shit just because they thought it was just like a random cartoon. If you get what I'm trying to say. Then the next thing they know, they're living in the basement at 30 years old and never leaving the house. And having waifus. Yep. Bunch of anime pillows all over the bed. That can stand. What the fuck? That can stand by themselves. That's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Leo has one. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, But yes. So uh, some of these uh, interesting products for hentai that were banned were, of course, like DVDs, books, sexual adult sex toys that depict anime characters and stuff. Yes, uh, and figures, actually, because there are actual hentai figures, uh, companies that actually dedicate, just like... uh, That's kind of weird, but all right. You'd be surprised. Some of these companies are very well detailed in their stuff, and that just makes them more valuable in collection. Well, I'm sure they're they're detailed, and I'm sure their craftsmanship is always really good. There is one... But I mean, just odd in the sense of, like, I don't think I could ever get to the point of decorating my house with, like, a hentai figure <laughs> i mean i can get one for you no please don't <laughs> <laughs> just just keep it in locked doors here oh geez and this is in addition to the normal anime and manga they've been kind of banning out there yes. for the last for this year actually, yeah, right this much. whole year pretty much so they're almost just a full-on battle against otaku pretty much right any yeah. otaku merchandise or culture going in there mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Karen's against weebs. It's kind of funny that it started with the innocent side and now is ending on the actual, I guess, uh, naughty side. Yeah, and you would expect it to like vice versa. Right? Yeah, yeah. you figure they would have started with something something more on the racy side like that and then just kind of somehow trickle, trickle trick, down. Yeah, trickled down and ju- tried to justify the more innocent stuff, like the innocent mangas and animes. Yeah. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Really, really weird. Yeah. But that's pretty much it for that update, honestly. I'm actually interested to see how this is going to far go more, especially. I mean, so maybe there's a market out there for smuggling in weeb stuff. Sounds interesting, actually. Unaccepted goes down under? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else do we got, Manny? All righty. So, house husband. Yeah, so what the fuck is that? So, wait, wait, wait. Does it mean that uh, my wife's going to start r- supporting me and I can just stay at home? But you have to be the caretaker of the house. All right, I'm done with that. So, <laughs> so there, there's been a manga, and I've been seeing this being blown up everywhere, and I think it actually caught attention and popularity that they that uh, they wanted to do this. So, So it follows an actual Yakuza member. Uh, gangster, uh, Japanese mafia gangster and everything who actually lives a life as a husband and the home and the take uh, like the stay at home husband, the homemaker. Yeah, pretty much. And so there's been funny clips, uh, funny screenshots of like certain scenes in the mangas and stuff of him just performing house duties and everything as a husband, but as a Yakuza member and stuff. So it got a really lot of attention, and now they've actually announced that it's going to get an anime adaptation with Netflix. No? No. No what? 
Netflix be fucking up with those anime adaptations. Well, how I see or how I think they're just doing it, just having like the actual companies still make it, like the actual studios, and just slap on a... So they're bankrolling it. I would, I'm going to say that, honestly. Because what I've seen so far is that they've just been like buying the rights of animes that studios make and stuff and just slap on a Netflix original logo on it. Okay, so it's not going to be another Death Note. No, 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 no. That was bad. No, not a live action adaptation. I mean an, an animation adaptation. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. So they're a de- they're, they're so an- they're going to keep the same animation studio. They're just kind of bankrolling a a Netflix series for it. That's what it looks like, honestly. And it's really interesting. I've seen some like manga pieces where like he'll go around walking his dog and stuff. He's another Yakuza member uh, walking his dog, and they just give themselves death stares, and they just like in like that. Uh, gangster voice and everything. He's like, "Can I pet your dog?" He's like, "They so they start petting petting each other's dog while they give themselves like death stares and everything." <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really funny, honestly. So, yeah. So it's gonna be animated and gonna be released in 2021. Uh, with a like I said, it's a former Yakuza member who's now is like a, uh, the homemaker, the husband that stays home and everything. So I'm really excited because I thought this was overall funny when I started reading a little bit of the manga and everything. And I'm trying to see which studio is going to do it, but it doesn't look like it. Oh, so Viz Media, well, Viz Media does a lot of licensing because they, that's what, how they started out, especially with like publication of like manga and everything. But uh, I'm not seeing too much info on like what studio might be making it and everything. Uh, or JC Staff, I think that could, JC, I think that could be the studio. But. It looks like the director is going to be Chiaki Kon, which is uh, who directed a uh, Sailor Moon Crystal season three, um, and it looks like the series composition from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, which is going to be a few of the people that worked on that stuff and everything, and I think the voice actor as well. Okay. So I'm actually really excited to see how this is going to turn out and everything, because uh, it's going to be weird just seeing like a Yakuza member trying to be a, a stay-at-home husband and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's an interesting concept that hasn't been like completely dried out in every category. <laughs> we did have one kind of similar anime that I can think of, Hinamatsuri. If you remember that anime. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. He was like the, a Yakuza he's member He's a Yakuza member, right? but he's trying to like take on the role of becoming a dad now for this alien girl that popped up in his room and everything. True, true. You're right. You're yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I can't think of any other one besides maybe like the game Yakuza and everything. But... um, Wasn't... Was it you that showed me the one where uh, the guys messed up something for the boss on uh, some like idol girls? So the Yakuza boss made the guys get like full operations to become the idols themselves. Oh, okay. So I know which anime you're talking about, but it was not me that showed it to you. Okay. Somebody showed it to me yeah. and it was like cringy, funny. It was funny. It was yeah. good. <laughs> no, <I laughs> but it was, exactly it was a little bit about, like, yeah, oh. it, yeah, it was not me that showed it to you. Okay. Somebody showed it to me and it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty good, but just a little bit cringe. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it uh, for that announcement right there, which I think is going to be really interesting coming this year when we get the chance to see it. All right, cool. And uh, let's roll on to the next one. Uh, so what does Mike, Michael Jordan have to do with NASCAR? So. Or is, uh, that, is that MJ from Michael Jackson? 
<laughs> no, it's Michael Jordan. Okay. So last month he announced that uh, he was going to be starting a NASCAR team. I did hear about that actually. Yes, that was with uh, Danny uh, Hamlin. Oh, they're gonna say Danny DeVito. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This this was like uh, last month they were talking about. It. There was like a rumor, and the rumor kind of like they brought it up like on a radio show thing, and they were like, "Well, let's fucking do it," you know. Mm-hmm. And they actually bought a Cup Series. Yeah. And uh, they officially have named it and made their logo. Ooh, okay. And okay. hired their driver. And if anybody saw the story uh, last month, they're having Bubba Wallace drive their car. Hey, okay. Yeah, so this is actually pretty major, man. Like, mm-hmm. who knows, maybe kind of brings a whole new different crowd base to NASCAR fans. Yeah, just like a... How I saw recently, um, I don't know when this took place because I'm pretty sure this was years ago. Well, I'm not. I'm not trying to get touchy on the race situation, but uh, uh, an actual black man actually posted on Twitter, how saying that hockey was always hidden from like the African and black culture and everything. And next thing you know, his his uh, state team actually invited him out to the games and stuff, so he became a fan and everything. They supported him and everything and everything. Yeah, and I mean, they've made some pretty uh, impressive strides for mm-hmm. a, I guess, for a sport that openly waved the Confederate loser flag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's pretty major. That's some crazy steps, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, anyways, the company that they're going to be racing under is called uh, 2311. 2311, okay. So, obviously, an homage to Jordan's number 23. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew more about them to figure out why 11, but... <laughs> and why in Roman numerals? Well, that's part of the logo. So the logo is the number um, 2, 3, and in and Roman numerals 11. Colors, uh, red and black. Of course. I think, yeah, I think that's another little homage, you know? They have Bubba Wallace, and, uh, you know, he was, he was driving for the other team. And Eric Jones is going to be his replacement. Ooh, okay. So he's they're already moved on. They're setting up their stuff. This uh this is gonna be some crazy stuff. I mean, I know we also have the updates with NASCAR going on with the Auto Club Speedway. Yeah. Which I still haven't really found any other information regarding if they're gonna tear it down. I'm hoping not, because then I'm conflicted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to actually kind of start following. Maybe I'll start watching now, you know? Yeah. Cause I feel like uh this could bring a whole new little fresh Fresh breath of life to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's huge sport already, but but this is this is still like big steps, though. Honestly, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would be pretty cool if like they started making driving gear. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Watch, I'd... watch uh, Nike or Nike Air Jordans, but wheels or tires. Oh, I was thinking driving shoes. Oh, okay. They make driving shoes. Yeah, you got to have like the fire retardant driving suit, suit, the shoes, gloves. You know what I mean? I was thinking more apparel than equipment. I don't know if I trust equipment. (laughs) Nike tires? No. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you get those? Just slide it. (laughs) (laughs) You mean jump it? Jump? Because Air Jordans jump. I'm not going to jump a car, though. But the tires are Nike, so you jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But, yeah, so this is actually pretty huge. It, 
I'm sure it's going to bring a whole new market to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, um, some like I said, some new fan base. Yeah. And hopefully they leave our Roval alone here in California. <laughs> oh, you're still salty about that, huh? I seriously still am. I'm right now debating on whether uh, I put aside some money. And it's either going to go into the Fox mm-hmm. for my subframes, the get the pan hard torque arm and everything in. Mm-hmm. Or maybe go do a final goodbye and run the Roval before the end of the year. Okay. Because they have, like I said on the last episode, they have two more events, and I'm. It's kind of looking like maybe I need to go do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I might be doing that. Who knows? Okay, I'll let I'll let you know an update as soon as I decide what I want to do. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, the NASCAR MJ update for sure. What do we got next, Manny? So this past weekend, October twenty fourth, which was a Saturday, we were. At Tenoshi Nights, yes. But not only were we were inv- we were at Tenoshi Nights, we were actually invited as Unaccepted Podcast to be the special guest for their Halloween cosplay costume co- eh? cosplay you can do contest. It, Manny. I believe in you. <laughs> There's too many C's in there. <laughs> their Halloween costume cosplay contest. Judges. Yes. We judging you. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and I'm sure everybody listening went. No. Maybe. You never know. We only have like three people to listen. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, the night was really fucking fun. Definitely. I mean, we went there early a little bit just thinking that just like maybe like set up or just be prepared for the event or anything. But by the time we got there, man, was it already packed? Yeah. Yeah. There was already lots of people. Everybody was already still setting up. Uh, Luckily, we found some pretty decent parking. Yes. I think uh, Tenoshi Nights is getting to be a fairly big event. They mm-hmm. might be looking for a bigger spot soon. I still say the spot is very good overall, and like maybe like for special occasions like Halloween, like we're, like maybe choose a, an actual bigger location, maybe. Uh, but we'll just have to see what their plans are for the future. Yeah, definitely. Who knows? Maybe the because you know the last one was everybody coming out of lockdown. Mm-hmm. So it got really packed. Yes. This time we have the Halloween. Super packed. Mm-hmm. So maybe by the next one, if it seems like it maybe kind of settle out. Or who knows, Ollie's hyping and, you know, it's just growing that big. Mm-hmm. If it's just growing that big, you know, kind of outgrow the spot. Yeah. But anyways, they had a lot, way more vendors than I thought they were going to have. Yeah. I was actually really surprised by mm-hmm. that. I think they probably had more vendors than i saw at sugoi and vinyl labs really because or about or about the same i didn't go to them so i can't tell honestly yeah and i mean like as like a generalization for our weeb meets you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um sugoi has always been like the big one you know yes uh vinyl labs did their kyoto night market right Mm -hmm. and it was really big and, you know, they're, they're both shops that produce stickers and, and car wraps and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And they do them at their buildings. They both threw really big events and had a lot of vendors. This is just a, a meet from enthusiasts and vendors themselves, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, man, I think they had at least the same amount, if not more, vendors. It was It was actually really crazy to see. It really was, honestly. Um 
I know uh, we went in our American cars, so we were kind of out of place. But Always unaccepted. Pretty much. <laughs> I went in my 68 El Camino, and Tony went in his... Dodge Challenger. Yes. His Dodge Challenger. He bought a, he, He's Mopar now. Mopar, no car. Mopar until the end of October. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, okay, to let the uh, fans know what year your car is and everything... Oh, we're not we're not running this out. Oh, all, all right, okay. fine. <laughs> I took the Fox body to Tenoshi Nights, but uh, I did a yellow painters tape and then uh, zip tied some banana chew toys to my to the sides of the lip to replicate the Challenger bananas. Yes, <laughs> which I thought was really funny, but I think it was because in nighttime no one actually really noticed. No, it was super disappointing. <laughs> I think everybody like. Like of our friends and the boys, we kind of saw, like, I like I kind of had to point it out and explain it, and I was like, ah, oh, nobody's getting it. <laughs> I, uh, I to me, like I said, I just think it's because it was nighttime. Not everybody's paying attention to the ground where the lip is. Maybe, maybe. Oh well, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping to catch like a challenger that still had his bananas on there and parked yeah. next to him. Do you like that meme? <laughs> what is it uh it's been it's been 31 days and they still don't know i'm a mustang <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it definitely was a great event again uh hosted by ollie and everything um doing it solo now with john out of the picture because he's in the military now and with the help and uh, with his help from his uh basically i, I, th- I think that's his wife correct uh, fiance. Fiance. Okay. Yes. So his fiance and everything. So sorry if we're wrong, Ollie. Didn't mean <laughs> to put you in the hot seat, bro. But I think they're doing a terrific job with each other, just trying to get this event going and everything, um, getting people to help support them and organize everything. Uh, great work with the DJ SB Funko Pops. Yep. SB Funko Pops and everything, and with all the other vendors and everything. Yeah, I mean, kind of like back to what I was saying before, like with Sugoi and Vinyl Labs being, you know, in a company that produces everything, you know, mm-hmm. at their shops. This is a meet. We get permission from the owners or Ollie gets the permission from the owners. He sets up of vendors. The property. Huh? Of the property. Yeah. He sets up vendors. He sets up DJ. He sets up everything and does an amazing job without having the shop. Mm-hmm, definitely. And uh, SB actually invited uh, multiple guest DJs, right? Doing different sets. And one of them came from West Hollywood, which was like, oh, shit, that's a drive right yeah. there. Oh, yeah, absolutely, that's a drive. Yeah. The event was in Temecula for, for people who didn't uh, see the flyer last week. Mm-hmm. And he had multiple um, guest DJs come, and they brought their own merch as well, right? Yes. And um, I think uh, for the costume contest, there was uh, goodie bags for the winners. Two goodie bags, so two prizes, all with donations from each vendors for the prizes and everything. Which was super cool. Yeah. Everybody was really appreciative. Mm-hmm. And, man, we saw, I mean, I know I saw pretty much all, most of the Atasha cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Everybody was kind of showing up. We had a good mix of, like, even some, I know we brought, like, the old American ones this time yeah. around. <laughs> I have the Japanese one, but I just leave it at home sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they had a pretty good mix of a lot of different cars there, for sure. De- definitely, definitely. 
Uh, we definitely, we did have like a bunch of Mustangs and uh, just a lot of just like muscle cars and everything to show up to and everything. Uh, I think one of the most interesting one that I saw was that uh, the Drift BMW. Yes, the, the E36. Yes. <laughs> or was it? A, no, it was an E46. No. I don't know. I don't pay attention to BMW. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was on a full drift build spec. Mm-hmm. And that that was pretty bad. Definitely. That was pretty bad. Uh, Frank was there actually from Vinyl Labs. I did not see him actually. Yeah, I saw his van and I saw him there at the end of the night. Okay. So he was there too. Um, Kawhi Motorsports was there and their uh, group Atasha was there. Uh, we had Devin as well. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. What, what was his company called again? Oh shoot! <laughs> I don't remember the race studio. Yes, that's it. The race it studio. is. It is the race studio. Yeah. So we had the. Uh, I think we had like more vendors. Tree Frog was there mm-hmm. selling their air fresheners and everything, and just pretty much all our local vendors, sticker vendors that we know in the community in the sticker community. Yeah, from from far and near. Yep, and one sticker vendor was actually the f- first place prize for the costume contest, if you remember. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and um, she handmade her entire costume. That was awesome. Yeah, so if anybody's interested, I'm, I'm looking up their, her Instagram right now. But she did uh, make her own cosplay for a Monster Hunter uh, armor and weapons build. And her weapon was an insect glaive for anybody that... Uh, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know the name of the weapon. <laughs> it, it's a category. It's not a, the actual name of the weapon, but it's just like a category. Like long sword, uh, claymore, bow and arrow. So uh, that weapon is called an insect glaive. Um, and I'm pretty sure you're looking at your phone trying to figure out her her IG too, huh? Uh, that's a possibility. Uh, Kino Creations. Yep, that's it. Yeah, Kino Kino Kashi's the name, right? Pretty much Kino Creations or Kino Kashi, if anybody's, yeah, Kino Kashi, if anybody's interested in checking out her work and everything. And if you really like Monster Hunter, she does some really good stickers or anything for Monster Hunter. Yes, she does. She also does those uh, stained glass stickers. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Those things are awesome, dude. I picked yeah. up a couple of them last time. I think my most favorite one that I've seen so far is the Naruto with the nine tail fox. That's, that's the yeah. one I have, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, she definitely took uh, first place uh, with her Monster Hunter and everything uh the second place winner was actually a friend's uh i don't know if they're actually married i'm just gonna say it's girlfriend or anything but uh, you knew she, who it was yeah oh okay yeah um they're her boyfriend or husband i i don't remember i never bought to ask because it just doesn't ever occur to me to ask or anything but he did have that uh putting people in the hot seat manny that uh woke class, uh, if you know him by ig woke class weeb okay yeah 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 yeah, so that's uh, his girl and everything, and so that was her. And she's actually a pretty well-known cosplayer in the local community and everything. I would say local. I'm not too sure like how big she is. Um, I don't follow cosplayers that much anymore like I used to um, because everything's just now Patreon and everything. You have to subscribe for rewards and stuff. But, yeah, so I don't pay attention to cosplayers that much anymore. Uh, no more thirst. No, not really. <laughs> I still follow the all all the OG cosplayers right there on Instagram and stuff, and just not the new ones, honestly, that are coming up and everything. Got it. Yeah, but uh, definitely her her cosplay or her costume in the sense for the contest and everything was really really good. And everything you mentioned her bullhorn, correct? Yeah, she like I said, we were kind of going for like effort, 
mm-hmm. whether it was something just like not so much on popularity or like just a store bought thing, but somebody who kind of worked really hard on their costume. Yes, and uh, obviously, uh, uh, Kinokashi she built and even dyed some of the stuff, mm-hmm. like some of, to get the colors right and everything. Yeah, which is impressive. <laughs> And the other one, she had like a bullhorn in the box. Like she kind of built her prop around it and the bullhorn was still functional. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I'll probably have to ask them like what her actual cosplay was because it was it looked really good and like very impressive with their creativity and her effort into it. I just never understood what it was actually. Okay. I, I know I asked, but I already forgot. So Did you really? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried to ask if I didn't know the character. I tried to ask or ask them, you know, how they came up with it because there was some other creative people there. That um, they did a uh, the guy from a uh, uh, Hero Academia that has like the half white and half red hair. Yeah, and they did him like as a crossover with Dracula. Mm-hmm. That was pretty creative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there was everybody kind of had like a little unique thing too, which was awesome to see. It was really hard to decide, but that's just how we decided. Definitely, definitely. I mean, overall, there was other costumes and cosplays that were really, it looked really good and everything. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna say a shout out to them for their effort and everything. Absolutely, and to, and to be a part of the event and everything. And everybody that came, it was great. It was mm-hmm. a good night, and I'm glad to see that you know how the turnout's coming out and how the community's coming together for this event. Definitely, definitely can't wait to see what uh, Ollie has in store for the future of it. Definitely. I mean, uh, he'll have my full support. I just love going to that event and everything. So I want to keep going and everything. I want to see it grow more and everything. Oh, yeah. Same here. Same here. Mm-hmm. Although uh, I was hoping my dog would have won the costume contest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your dog had a costume. I forgot about that. Yes. And I had a costume, too. You had a poncho. And a sombrero. True, true. But I mean, isn't that what you do every day when you go to work? Not wear a sombrero and a poncho. <laughs> it's not winter yet. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came back for you. <laughs> I just think it was funny just seeing me walking around with a poncho trying to do a contu cost guess to judge a costume contest and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just look like a weirdo up there walking around staring at people. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it feels, not going to lie. It was a little bit weird, like it was kind of walking through. I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> so I tried to say hello, I mean, so I didn't feel too awkward. We've done it before, but not with people. Because back with our club, car club, we used to be in street shinobis, or should I say, well, or should I, I say mean, we're still in it? Ju- judging at a car show is different than like walking by a I row know, of people and being like, "Hmm." That's what that's why I say. Like it, it, we we can do it but like it was different because it was actual people we're looking at not cars yeah 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 just now, look now like for a the creep. sake of not getting shade from the people we know should i say say we're in street shinobis <laughs> i quit a long time ago i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm but, sorry sparky yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i mean I, it was a little bit awkward but obviously it's just all for fun we're yeah. all just having fun it's definitely cool. it was great and uh in case anybody was wondering, I dressed my dog up as an alligator. Yes. He was a maligator. So it was amazing. <laughs> an alligator that likes to shit on pavement. And he shits everywhere. 
that's well that's why i've gotten in the habit of just always carrying the doggy bags in my pocket yeah it's just there now like oh you punk (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah that was uh that was tenoshi nights Mm -hmm. definitely can't wait for the next one and um i'm not sure how ollie's gonna do it maybe a little bit early before thanksgiving probably right Mm, uh, yeah that is true I'm not sure how that goes, but as soon as he uh, kind of releases a date, we'll let you guys know and post it on our IG as well. Definitely. Same goes with any events that we can we hear about coming out from Vinyl Labs or Sugoi. Um, there's Otaku Thursday. I know that's getting postponed because of the fires right now, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so Otaku Thursday might be postponed this week for their holiday... I think it was this week, right, for their Halloween special? Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be on Thursday. Yeah, in Tustin, but with this whole situation with the fires that occurred in Irvine, Tustin, Silverado Canyon, and from what I understand, it actually jumped the 91 freeway here in SoCal and went into Yerba Linda Yep. and is now making its way to Chino area. Uh, but yeah, so everybody's, it might look like uh, OT will be postponed, who knows if they're still going to do their Halloween um, special event for their meet. Um, From what I saw on his IG is that uh, the host is house is fairly near where the fire was. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like put on hold waiting for possible evacuation orders. Yes. So obviously he has some other things to be dealing with than the meet. And un- mm-hmm. as, no, definitely. Yeah, as unfortunate as it may be, more than likely it'll probably be postponed. And most likely the Chino will also be postponed because apparently the fire is going towards that area too now. Well, it wasn't planned for Chino this week. No, for the next the next one. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, you know, positive vibes going that way and uh, good hopes that, you know, anybody... Or hopefully that nobody is affected by the fire and they can get this under control. Definitely. Because uh, 2020 has already been fucked up, man. <laughs> and of all days, it had to happen on a really, a really windy day. Yeah, yeah, I know. Really, really windy. So mm-hmm. hopefully, like I said, it's all getting taken care of and everybody's okay. Definitely. And um, you have anything else, Manny? For updates on my personal projects, um, I did go with a, uh, so you introduced me an IG account of someone who makes handcrafted uh, arrow, arrow products, if you remember. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This was yes. a while ago. Yeah. So I went with, I hit him up and everything and uh, yeah, so I got a splitter, front splitter on the Mustang and honestly, I really like it, how it looks and how it came out finished. Well, that's what's nice about him is that he does good quality work and he does it to what you want. Mm-hmm. So you he can make it as wild or mild as you want. Definitely. Yeah, and right now I think I'm actually going to start taking apart the El Camino to refresh the suspension. All right. Very nice. Yeah, so I definitely want to get that in started on a seat possibly this week actually. Yeah. So after work just start taking my time and everything. Okay. So who knows how long the El Camino is going to be on jack stands. <laughs> Ten years, right? Yes. And uh, then one more poke at the bear. Uh, you were also looking at paint for the truck, right? Yeah, I'm still going to paint jobs. Uh, just uh, right now, I'm just trying to see where to actually direct my funding to go to. The Mustang, the Elko, or the pickup. 
So welcome. I know, I know, I know, I know. So I'm just directing like either repaint the Toyota pickup, or go with the Elko, or maybe start doing some other stuff with the Mustang. So it's it, it's bouncing around, but I think I might get it repainted. Just gonna have to start poking around with quotes and everything. Who can and quality of work and everything. Definitely. All right. Well, definitely can't wait to see that thing painted again. Mm-hmm. Might as well get a quote and see if they can do the hood on the Elko, too. That is true. Right? Yeah. Knock, out, knock them both out and just kind of go, hey, extra incentive for, you know, a couple hundred bucks more or something, you know? Yeah, pretty much. And get that taken care of before, because uh, it's like primer right now, right? Yeah. It's like primered. Mm-hmm. So this way before the primer starts to burn from the sun and then you could potentially get rust or you know what I mean? Well, I have it parked under a shade structure and it's always covered. So I never have that. I don't ever have that issue. All right. Well, still just to get it no, yeah. protected and taken care of. No, I know what you mean. No, that's great, dude. Well, uh, for me, I put the S197 up for sale finally. Finally. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm dailying it. So since I'm going back to the office, I'm like, well, might as well take it. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, miles are going up. Car is for sale. Hopefully, it's gone sooner than later. If nice. not, it's still a comfortable daily for me anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I'm kind of like bouncing around between investing more into the Fox to get it done right now or going one last hurrah track day at the Roval. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards one more track day at the Roval. <laughs> <laughs> Seat time is important, Manny. It's the best mod you can do. I mean, you're sitting right now. Does that count? I mean, I wish, but <laughs> I'd be a professional. <laughs> but no, it doesn't count. But uh, yeah, so I kind of want to do one last hurrah at the Roval before anything that might and probably will happen. Definitely, definitely. So I'm just trying to decide whether I want to do early November or December. Mm-hmm. Kind of leaning, leaning towards December. I would say December, just so you can actually plan it out more instead of just be rushed. Since we're oh, there's able- no rush. The car's prepped. Well, okay, never mind then. Yeah, the car's the car's prepped. I got fresh tires on it. Um, when I go, I have a separate uh, blah. I have a separate set of track pads for it. Mm-hmm. I use uh, Hawks uh, DTT DTC sixties, mm-hmm. and I just swap them out the day before. Okay. So it. it doesn't need anything. I already did a fresh oil oil change as soon as I was done with Button Willow, so she's ready to go for another one. For sure. Probably leaning towards that way. So I'm gonna take a look at it and probably purchase the ticket this week. Okay. Nice. Maybe do both days, just why not? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's it, so let's call this an episode, Manny. Yeah. Why don't you tell the good people where they can find us? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Unaccepted Pod. And we do have a website. It's unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review anywhere you're listening to this podcast. If you want to send an unaccepted rev, uh, leave us some hate mail, death threats. You can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to everybody next Wednesday. And if anybody wants to know, since I'm Mexican, I speak Taco Bell. Órale. <laughs>